Hey everybody, welcome back to Lost in Plots. I am of course here with Corey. Hello. Hey, and we're here today talking about The Nest. The Nest. And what is The Nest? The Nest is our free app. It is. I'm assuming most of you know, but just in case, we'll run it down for you. Jordan joined us, gosh, a year ago now. Just over a year ago, Jordan joined us. Didn't you join us like right before Black Friday last year? Wasn't that what happened? Yes. And I wasn't involved in Black Friday last year. And I was inappropriately involved in Black Friday this year. We can get to that after. (laughs) But yeah, that's when I joined. And Jordan came on because we always had this dream of launching a bookish app, a bookish uh, kind of community app. And Jordan did that. And now we're coming up on a year. Um, But Jordan, do you want to give us a little bit of a rundown of what The Nest is, just in case for those who aren't familiar? So The Nest is a, you know, it's a social media app, but I like to say that it's a mixture between Instagram and Reddit because although they're they're not threads, there's different groups for just about any interest, whether or not mm-hmm. it's a book genre or like if you like video games, we've got that too. You can talk about anything in there and it's got a really great main feed. The coolest part about it though is that you can get it to do so many different things. That's where we host a lot of our live chats. And we have a lot of cool stuff integrated, like our new releases. It is literally a one-stop shop now for book enthusiasts. Yeah, and we think we just hit, what was it, 12,000 members? It's up to 12.5 now. 12.5 thousand members, that's amazing. Yeah, and that's like the extra 500 folks are in the last couple of weeks due to Black Friday, I think. Yeah, Um, so if you're not a member yet, hit us up on Google or the App Store or on your desktop even. Come join us. Come join us. But, I mean, fair warning, you might not leave. <laughs> That's the idea, anyways. Hotel California. Hotel California. Uh, <laughs> but coming up this weekend, as you said, is the one-year anniversary. So what's going to be going down? Well, I am hoping to have a bunch of fun Team Owl Crate and other guests this Friday. And we're, we're all going to hang out and we're going to chat. And hopefully nothing weird or offside or potentially, you know, issue will happen. I don't know. I don't know. I, I am trusting that Maggie and Tara, who are actually going to be hosting the pre-event, I, I'm trusting that they have everything well in hand. Because I'm a little bit busy. A little bit busy. I am. Um, but Maggie and Tara, who... Are- Originally, we're nest mods are actually now part of Team Owlcrate. They are. Um, if people yeah. weren't aware in a more official capacity. Yeah. And you're going to be there. And I'm going to be there. And I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> that's fantastic. Because also, I mean, that's up to Maggie and Tara in the beginning. Oh, great. You, you'll all be on your own for about 30 minutes because I am otherwise engaged. Can you give any hints about what that means? No, it's just that uh, Maggie really, really wanted to host a fun pre-event, and uh, I'm going to let Maggie do that. Great. Even I don't really know what's going on. (laughs) Whatever Maggie does is amazing, so I'm sure it'll be great. Reflecting back on the nest, it's kind of really cool to see where it is as opposed to, like, how it started. Because uh, when I was brought on... Everybody was just like, here, here is what it is. Do something with it. Yeah. 
And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go and do that then. And I don't think I really even talked to anybody while I was in that pre-stages of building everything out. Yeah. And then in December, I was like, okay, we're done. And of course, (laughs) I don't think that I had shown anyone what the nest had like been developed into or looked like. And then you could pop on and like everything was already there. Yeah. And we had some like, I don't remember how, but we did have some like early... They're called legacy owls now, if you're in the nest, if you see somebody with a little tag. People who were like beta testers, kind of. Um, I don't remember how we found those people. Might have just been like a newsletter ask or something, but we did have people in there kind of like playing around. Yeah, and then it was released to like, uh, and also a lot of the old Words and Whimsy members. So I had opened up the nest to my book club beforehand to get everybody to beta test everything before we set it live and they're all legacy owls and then if you signed up to the nest prior to january 15th 2023 you got that little tag so there's a couple thousand folks in the nest you'll see with the legacy owl tag amazing and then from there i started that margaret rogerson was the very first no grady hendrix was our very first author which is incredible such a big ask he's very fun very unhinged and then then it was Margaret Rogerson, and we've kind of been kind of building upon that since. And do you have a sense about how many different author live shows we've done this year? 76. 76. So just a few. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. And that's with hosted by mostly by Jordan, but also other members of our great mod team on, on the app as well. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think I could do 76 different lives that's not including all of the special events that we did but it is including like OzCon and things like that oh i'm sorry that that name is taken we couldn't use it that was owl criticon that we hosted in the summer yeah there's a little behind the scenes we wanted to call it OzCon because of oswald our owl but OzCon, which um was obviously taken by the wizard of oz community already which makes sense (laughs) makes sense i think that we should take it back I feel like the Wizard of Oz is actually coming into free domain. So here we go. Maybe 2024, we just take the name back. I don't think that's how that works. Don't think that's how that works, unfortunately. My brain's logic says that that's how that should work. We could talk a little bit about Al Creticon and what happened um, that weekend. It was just like the first kind of really big event we hosted in there. Did we do it because we hit 10K or did we hit 10K because we did it? We hit 10k because we did it. Fabulous. <laughs> uh, I think we were at 9,000 and something folks. And in April, well, uh, in the beginning of the year, we set what we call OKRs within Owlcrate. Basically goals. <laughs> yeah. What, what does it stand for? What's that acronym? Objectives and key results. Yes. Right? But for Nailed the late it. person, a goal. <laughs> <laughs> a goal we set a goal but these are supposed to be like really big scopey goals right yeah i had to come up with what i thought in my mind was a really big scopey goal so it was like let's just host a virtual convention and get as many of our awesome friends and authors to drop by as we possibly could and i started building that out in april yeah and then you did things like you had trivia games and like movie watch alongs and all sorts of things like that yeah the nest has everything I wanted it to feel like a cool hangout place. You know, when you were a kid or a teenager, you wish that you had that space where it could be an indoor skate park, but then also a library and then also a cafe. And then maybe it's a place also for live music. I wanted it to have that vibe. And I think so far, mission accomplished. Thank you. Now, now it's about 
keeping people interested. Yeah, and it's only going to keep growing. And we have obviously so many great things coming up. And how have you planned like a bunch of live show for next year already? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yet. Fair enough. Uh, Now, we do book out author chats Mm -hmm. six months in advance. So I can tell you that uh, a couple of my favorite folks are coming to the nest next spring. I do do this in advance where I I ask our bookings team and myself and Maggie, we sit down and we're like, all right, who do I want to talk with coming up to my birthday? This is a big thing. I always try to get like one of my favorite authors for my birthday month. So Christopher Paolini is going to come and hang out again in February. Amazing. Because we're going to talk about Murtag. That's great. We have to talk about Murtag. Of course. (laughs) And uh, for my birthday, Jay Kristoff is going to be coming to hang out. Oh, very fun. We're going to talk about Empire of the Damned. Perfect. For anybody who doesn't know, I'm very into vampire daddies. <laughs> yes. Yes, Jordan is. <laughs> and on Friday, you'll see that that is very apparent and sometimes not not uh, useful in terms of practical knowledge, Corey. Ah, good to know. I'll keep my eyes open. <laughs> the The Friday night piece, that the, the reason I'm being so cagey about it is because it's actually going to be 30 minutes of like a live play. That's going to be cool before we get to our evening and it's something that i've done before but for children last time ah. this is not for children this is for adults preferably very very intriguing what else have we we done monsters and masquerade a lot of cool stuff has come out of the community our pod store yeah yeah for people don't know pod stands for print on demand um but we have we worked with a lot of people in the, the nest to design beautiful bookish goodies and wearable items that we have available on our website so you can go check those out it's called oswald's exclusive store collection something like that but um we have some really cool sweaters and mugs and tote bags etc that we worked with uh community members on the nest to create i thought that was pretty cool because there's such like a large population on the nest of people who are artists and authors and otherwise involved and engaged in the community and one of the one of the things that I like to plug the most is that if you're not on the nest and you are mm-hmm. a fan of Owl Crate, then you need to be because that's where we invite people into our space first. Yes, the nest is is an if you know you know. <laughs> Pretty much. If you ever dreamed about working for Owl Crate, probably good to get involved in the nest. <laughs> and if you want to be an author for us or an artist for us, it's just the easiest place. Yeah, it's a good place to get in touch with us. Because when you post stuff, I send it to everybody. It's true. <laughs> we we have a warm fuzzies channel on our Slack, which is probably one of my favorite things because a lot of the members of the team, like myself and Sophie and Christiane, who mm-hmm. work in the social space, we when we find the cool stuff, we send it to everybody. Yeah. And it's like every week, one of our departments gets like a love letter from the community, which I feel is pretty cool. Yeah, it's really nice. It is the warm fuzzies channel for a reason. what are some other cool slack channels that we have that people would not expect i mean we have our just random fun channel which is just like what it what the label says which is where we talk about just random stuff um we have owls following us everywhere which is where people can just post pictures of owl stuff they see out in the wild um not like real owls or real owls if they wanted those are the only two kind of random ones i can think of same not random all the time, but I do like our event channels. 
because there's nothing more fun than owl crate employees who are sleep deprived due to large events and the unhinged insanity that comes out of that. Yes. So example, like we had a channel for y'all fest when we went there. We just had a channel for black Friday and it just gets, we all get tired and silly and uh, we're a good team. (laughs) It's a direct reflection of our communities and how they get silly in. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I had mentioned that I was inappropriate during black Friday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was asked to do this. I will preface this on our podcast for I was asked by my boss, specifically not you, Corey, but one of my other bosses. There's several of them um, (laughs) (laughs) for good reason. I need several to make a tracker for us for Black Friday. So sales coming in. It did end up slightly looking phallic. It didn't look a little bit phallic, but it was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we get up to, folks, behind the scenes. It was unintentional to begin with. (laughs) i it was definitely unintentional because i had to keep scrolling up so i didn't see it in its full glory until i had posted it in the channel already and by that time it was canon it was done it was too late yeah (laughs) it was too late what is your favorite thing that's come out of the nest i think just seeing like a place for our community to thrive um like i felt like our community felt a bit displaced like we didn't have a central hub and now there is a place where people can, we can like direct people be like, you want to hang out with us? Go hang out in the nest. I like that it's a safe way for everybody to interact as well. So you get direct access to us. You can literally just at Corey in the nest. You can, but I might not see it for a little while. <laughs> if you at me, I will see it within 10 minutes. I might respond within 24 hours. <laughs> there you go. A little bit more reliable than me. <laughs> it is my job. If somebody at me in the nest, I promise it's not that I'm, ghosting you it's that i genuinely haven't seen it <laughs> Corey is knee deep in Corey's tbr <laughs> yes that's true always uh if you don't know Corey reads probably more books than the whole rest of the team combined oh i don't know about that i'm only like just over 200 this year so far which isn't as much as usual <laughs> i mean you've more than doubled me <laughs> Yeah, but that's, that's, I'm me and I'm strange. Don't worry if you don't read that much. It's it's not necessary. (laughs) We're, aren't we all a little strange? That's why we work here. Yeah. In terms of like what we're looking forward to next year. Mm. While I don't have any events planned and I can't tell you even if I did, um, because they're like a shadow of a thought in my head right now. Yeah. I will say that the thing that I'm most looking forward to is the Monsters and Masquerade project. Awesome. And we haven't really gone into that on the pod. Do you want to kind of talk about it a little bit? Uh, Yeah. So Monsters and Masquerade was a fever dream thought back in August. And this this particular title for this book was actually one of the prompts from the reading challenge in the nest. And I was like, Monsters and Masquerade would just make a really cool book title. You know what we should do? We should publish our own book. And it kind of go went hand in hand with like what Owlcrate was thinking about moving to anyway we want to be in publishing. So I have this friend by the name of Robin Alvarez. And if you've been in the nest or been following us at all, then I'm sure that you know who Robin is. And Robin is an emerging author. And uh, we got together and we're like, I think we have enough friends in the industry that this is something that we could do. From the like forefront of this project, though, we knew a few things. We knew we wanted the community to be involved. 
And for that reason, we've reserved space in the book specifically for folks who are not established authors. So they do not have agents. They're not represented. They've never been published, period. And it will be a chance for those folks to be published alongside best-selling authors. So we have a lot of really cool authors connected to this project. Um, I cannot tell you who they are because that's going to be revealed in in a cool little release uh, in probably January. But you will be next to New York Times bestselling authors if you're chosen for this project, period. We wanted to uplift. Both Robin and I truthfully believe that the community has given us a lot. It's They've given us a platform. They've given us a livelihood. And so one of the more important things that we need to do is reach back. Absolutely. Because if you're not reaching back, you're not doing the right thing, I don't think. In a creative industry like this, it can be really hard, mm-hmm. especially for the next thing that we decided is that every single person involved in this anthology was going to be marginalized in some way. And not as a, oh, look, here's our anthology full of BIPOC representation. No, uh, not at all. Our first thought was, let's make sure that we are representing our community. Yeah. And who who is our community? I'm my community. I'm non-binary. Um, neurodivergent. Robin is Filipino. And we're looking around at our whole community and we're like well part of reaching back is going to be to uplift yeah and there's not very many resources for emerging authors period and there's even less so for those of marginalized identity and especially folks who might require more accommodations you know what we've got the time we have the resources we can accommodate those folks so that's who we want stories from yeah it's fantastic not to say that other authors aren't very cool uh, but this is our this is where we can shine and yeah. really, you know, use our community to do something good. Yeah, it's very it's a very exciting pro- uh, project. Jordan is putting their blood, sweat, and tears into it recently. So, <laughs> um, but it's exciting that it's it's a it's a real thing that's really happening. So, it's a real thing that's really happening. And Myra, who is head of our marketing, is actually doing all of the art for the project and everybody involved has bringing like a very unique skill set I'm not I have a story for the anthology we'll see (laughs) I'm I'm definitely not going to really be looking at throwing my hat in the ring but what I've been working on in the last few months is developmental editing so I've been learning basically how to structure stories that will be my contribution to the anthology it's very exciting I know. I mean, yeah, I think it's probably going to be the coolest thing we do next year. I'm biased, though. There's so many other cool things that Owl Crate's going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that. We'll probably set out our OKRs for next year and top everything. A very exciting thing is Team Owl Crate is going to Mexico in January. Um, we're all going to go down there and have some fun, um, eat some good food, have some yummy drinks, and then also do some teamwork together in person, which is really exciting because Alcrit's fully remote. So there's a lot of people on the team that we've never met in person and have never had the chance to meet in person that we'll get to meet um, all together, which is really exciting. And we'll get down there and do some goal brainstorming and stuff for 2024. Also, we'll have beers in the pool. Also that. <laughs> Work, but also that. <laughs> No, we're really grateful that Owlcrate has basically brought us together for a company retreat because we are really global mm-hmm. as a company. So it's going to be really cool to meet all of these people that we've been working with for years and years, really, a lot of them, and we've never met. So I feel like I've been here for forever. It does feel like you've been here for a long time, doesn't it? 
one, I mean, 2023 was both the longest year and shortest year of my life. So <laughs> it kind of goes both ways. <laughs> well, Owl Crate's also grown. Yes, a lot as a team. Yeah. And I am on a project next year because apparently I have to be on multiple projects. So it's not just publishing the anthology, but I'm involved in a project that is gaming related mm -hmm. of all things. Yeah. And I can't say much more than that. And I'm sure everybody's going to be like, oh, look at Tom Holland, Jordan over here right now. No. no I'm not going to say specifically what it is, but it's gaming related. Yeah. And I used to very much be into World of Warcraft. Oh, also, I do create the reading game that the Nest plays every month. Yes. <laughs> so I think I think some cool things might be coming of that. Anything that we can do to provide more fun. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, we like to say it's Hotel California. Like mm -hmm. once once you're here, you can't leave. But it's really because it's basically Disneyland for book lovers. Yeah. So you're not going to want to. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Like I, we promise there's an exit. <laughs> it's just you're probably not going to want to use it. Yeah, there you go. All right, everybody. So I think that's going to be the end of today's pod. This was actually the season finale of our first season of Lost in Plots. Applause, applause. Um, we're going to take a bit of a break over the holidays and take a break when we go to Mexico. So we'll be back with season two in early February of 2024, which is crazy. But in the meantime, um, tonight, you can join us on The Nest for our one-year anniversary party. Um, again, join on Google or Apple or on your computer, wherever you wherever you want. Um, we're going to be doing some really fun stuff over on The Nest. I can't wait to see what Jordan has in store for us. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in for the first season of Lost in Plots. We appreciate you, and uh, we will see you next year. Happy reading. This is our very last episode of Lost and Plots. Season one. For season one. Yeah, no. I've ever, you know what? This is it's not been, it's not been great. Let's just... <laughs> This is the announcement. We're done. <laughs> <laughs>